Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Joe Biden is angry. Joe Biden is always angry. It's kind of his thing. Joe Biden being angry is his thing, but he's angry for a whole new reason. He's angry because CNN is not being properly obedient. (laughs) When Pete Buttigieg is laughing at you, it's pretty bad. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? The phone number here is 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669, TonyCats.Locals.com. That's where you go, TonyCats.Locals.com. Was Daily Caller with the story saying that uh, the White House is upset with CNN over their coverage of Biden and the administration because some people, like Brianna Keeler, condemn the appearance of Marines in that speech that took place at Independence Hall, which, of course, was wrong. Utilizing of the military for political purposes is wrong. They, they yelled and screamed about it when Trump was president. Why isn't it wrong now? If it's wrong, it's wrong. Let us be people of standards. Let's have a standard that goes all the way through And then hold to it. That's all. Just hold to the damn standard. It's all I'm asking for. Never mind the fact that that speech was terrible. That speech was awful. That speech was horrific. And the polling shows that it was horrific. The polling shows how bad it went. You know who's talking it up? Chris Wallace over on CNN. Yeah, you know, and that shows you uh, an example of what a good retail politician Biden is. This isn't unprecedented. We've seen this before where Democrats will vote against something in Congress. And then if there's some goodies being handed out, they'll take credit for it on the campaign trail. You see it more often with Republicans just because Republicans are more likely to vote against big spending projects. But then if it's a dam or a bridge or some other project in their district or their state, they're going to say, oh, yeah, that's great. And they even want to announce it. You know, it's uh, God. For, I mean, I'm shocked that there is politics going on in this city. <laughs> now, I should admit that he's not talking about the uh, Philadelphia speech as much as he's talking about Biden mocking Republicans for wanting to take credit for things they didn't vote for. Oh, look, they don't want to vote for the money here, but they'll sure take credit for for spending it. As I said, um, show me the Republicans doing this and feel free to mock them. But you want to say that Biden's good at retail politics? let, Let us stop this. Let us stop kidding ourselves on this. Having a good line or having a good quip is not good at retail politics. The man does not draw crowds. The man does not keep people interested. And he turned off more than half the country with his Philadelphia speech. The polling shows it. And the continued conversations about this, having to explain it from Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, shows us that it didn't work. Shows us exactly how poorly it went over with America.
Even people at CNN said this wasn't a good speech. This wasn't valuable. You had multiple critics of the speech, even over there at CNN, and critics of of the president, of his handling of inflation, of his handling of Afghanistan. Remember, he left 13 Americans murdered, and he left other Americans and Afghanis to die. That's what Joe Biden did. I don't believe we should forget our history. I think that is a very, very dangerous thing to do. And now Biden's upset by this. Biden's upset that people like John Avalon are criticizing the handling of crime by Democrats in cities all across the country. You fall in line, CNN. Can you imagine having to say that about CNN? Maybe this purchase from Discovery, maybe the installation of this guy Chris Licht, L-I-C-H-T is his last name, maybe putting him in as CEO, maybe there's some real good that's going to come out of this. But speaking of the left being angry, this was a poll. Daily Wire with the story. I know, I know, I never believe just one poll. I'm with you. It was put together by a group called WPA Intelligence. I know nothing of the organization at all. And they were asked, a thousand people were asked, what is contributing to the Hispanic trend toward Republicans? Republicans, or I should say Hispanics, voting more for Republicans. Well, according to the polling, 57% of those people who watch MSNBC said the reason uh, this is happening, the reason Hispanics are voting for conservatives is the spread of disinformation. 54% of CNN viewers said the same thing. Half of the CNN viewers polled and half of the MSNBC viewers polled decided the reason Hispanics were Republicans is because they were being duped. They're being flim-flammed. They're being horn-swoggled. That's not a sound argument. That's nuts. That is saying to Hispanic voters, you're too dumb to know what's good for you. And you're letting these people over here just bamboozle you. They're, they're, it's disinformation. They're just trying to scare you. Oogie boogie. What the? How is that not the most bigoted thing you ever heard in your entire life? It continues that uh, 16% of MSNBC respondents, a fifth, 20% of CNN respondents, said that Hispanics have, quote, internalized racism, unquote, and have a, quote, desire to fit into white society, which causes them to lean Republican. The bigotry, the bigotry, the bigotry. You want to say that Hispanics can't think for themselves. If 57% and 54%, both cases certainly more than 50%, 
of the people say that they can't think for themselves because of disinformation, they're being lied to. I go right to the musicals. You're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. I guess we're both a little bit racist. Admitting it is not an easy thing to do. But I guess it's true. Between me and you, I think everyone's a little bit racist sometimes. You gotta love a good musical, people. Little Avenue Q. As I've often said, more musicals right here on this show than any other radio show across the country, guaranteed or your money back. Outlandish of a statement. I want to know when, um, I, w- I want to know if there's ever a response to this from, I don't know, would it be a group, would it be an individual uh, that says, uh, kiss off. Or is it just one of those things that people put in the back of their heads like, all right, you really think this of me? Okay, well, now I'm going to go further this way. You really think this of me? Then I was right to walk away from you people. You really think of this thing? You really think this of me? You just think I'm a fool? You just think I'm a dope? Then I was right never to be in your camp to begin with. Because, man, you'd be right not to be in their camp to begin with. But of course, all of this stems from the theory, the philosophy that the the uh, individuals in question, the voters in question, belong to a certain group. This stems from the philosophy that, of course, you don't have a say. You belong to a group. You ideologically don't have your own thoughts, your your own mind. Everything you are belongs to us. Your mind and your vote belong to us. We will tell you what it is you believe and you will say, okie dokie. And when you step off the uh as as uh um oh who 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 is the i'm trying to think of the pastor who refers to it as the plantation it's a black pastor he says uh uh democrats very get very upset when when black people and and hispanics uh and minorities step off the plantation and and he means it in that in that way it's like oh that's uh, that is the rough and tumble talk oh i can picture C.L. Bryant, C.L. Bryant, he did, he did it, he actually did a documentary uh, about this. I'm in the documentary. Oh, I forget the name of it. I forget the name. I, I am in the, the, the documentary from C.L. Bryant somewhere. I think it's called Runaway Slave. Is that the name of it? I think, I, well, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's called, it's called Runaway Slave. Exactly the name of the I, I knew it. I am I am in that. I I am in that uh that 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 documentary. Right there. And his argument was was that there there is a party in America that believes that they have total control over, over the rest of us. They believe it. They're convinced. 
This is the, the, where the left is. They, they're convinced that, you, you remember, if you don't know if you're going to vote for me or Trump, then you ain't black. That's just proof of that was Joe Biden. I mean, that's that, that, that was a remarkable statement. Remarkable, remarkable statement that that could be said and said with a straight face and not questioned as just the, the, the utmost bigotry. How is that remotely possible? Honestly, how is that remotely possible? But it happens all the time. And we see it all the time. And this... This polling, I I agree with you. I don't believe just one poll, but it certainly fits in to a mindset, a thesis, a theory, a philosophy that we see over and over and over and over and over again. I just want to be there when you tell uh, Hispanic people that they have to vote a certain way uh, or, or, you know, uh, or if you're not voting a certain way, that's because you're too stupid to know what's up. You're being duped. And, and then, of course, tell them that their real problem is they just want to fit into white society so they've internalized the racism and have become racist themselves. Man, I just want to be there when you say that to people. I so desperately want to be there just to watch you get destroyed when you say that to these people. Oh, I don't think I'll ever get the chance. But a boy can hope. I mean, he can really, really hope. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Mr. Speaker, in the hours since last night's shocking news, we have witnessed the most heartfelt outpouring of grief at the loss of Her Late Majesty, the Queen. Crowds have gathered, flags have been lowered to half-mast, tributes have been sent from every continent around the world. On the death of her father, King George VI, Winston Churchill said the news had stilled the clatter and traffic of 20th century life in many lands. Now, 70 years later, in the tumult of the 21st century, life has paused again. Her late majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, was one of the greatest leaders the world has ever known. That is the prime minister on the job for three days. Liz Truss speaking there uh, in Parliament about the passing of Queen Elizabeth and, of course, the commentary from King Charles, who is now uh, King Charles and the Queen Consort, Camilla Parker Bowles, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Uh, There is something remarkably true about that. Today, the, the vast majority of the world woke up 
for the first time without Queen Elizabeth on the throne. She spent 70 years on the throne. And certainly, if not the vast majority of the world, the vast majority of the world woke up today without Queen Elizabeth on the planet. Passing away at the age of 96. I mean, it's quite remarkable stuff. The life uh, that, that she led, the length of that life, the things that she has indeed seen. What she oversaw. I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable stuff. I don't think anybody should discuss uh, the queen as, as an expert unless they're an expert. I am not an expert. I'm not a royals watcher. I n- never never have been. Just not not my, not my style. Not my not my thing. Um, did I have issue with the queen? No. Could you point to me things the queen did that I might not like? Absolutely. Someone's history, someone's legacy has all sorts of twists and turns. There are people out there who want to fetishize a Joanne Chesimard. But I understand that Joanne Chesimard killed a New Jersey state trooper. You may call her Asada Shakur, but I understand that Joanne Chesimard is is an enemy of free and thinking people. The same people who would tell me that she's a role model are the same people who are going to tell you that Queen Elizabeth is nothing more than an imperialist scum. Man, knock yourself out. Everyone's going to have a point of view. Everyone's going to have a take. The real question is, what does the history tell us? What is it that we learn from her? What is it that we take from her? I will give you one thing that I, that I take. I take the idea of being able to stand strong when the world is not changing for the better. I'm a conservative for a reason. And part of that reason is, is study. And, and uh, to an extent, a level of scholarship. And, and uh, to an extent, of course, rational thought. But in the end, I believe that there are things worth conserving. I believe the world is evolving and changing all the time. I believe that things come in and out of favor all the time. I do not believe that we should change our founding based on the whims of some internet celebrity who knows nothing, who decides to tell 4 million followers we should think like this. Especially when it flies in the face of what allows for free thought. I think there are standards to conserve that provide us all value. I think the Queen did a remarkably good job of conserving the monarchy. Because it would be gone without her and out her steadfastness. Steadfastness. And I think the people of Britain appreciate it. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.
Kellogg's has a new cereal, and it's very simple. Just open and add water. Wait, what? That, that, this, these are their rules. Their rules. Their gross, gross, gross rules. It's Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? Find everything at TonyKatz.Locals.com. Here's what they're doing. They've got these things called Insta Bowls because making a bowl of cereal just takes too much time. I want to have a nutritious bowl of cereal for breakfast, but who has the time? The bowl, the spoon, the milk, the cereal. It's just too much. So what they've created is the uh, not only the, the cereal, but milk powder. You add water, the milk rehydrates, and as the article goes, voila! Voila! Instant milk in cereal. You've got Frosted Flakes, Raisin Bran Crunch, Fruit Loops, and Apple Jacks. Uh, by the way, of course, grew up on Frosted Flakes, but Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks was the rare treat. We had Fruit Loops more than Apple Jacks. It was quite literally the forbidden cereal fruit. They're coming out of Walmart stores, soon to be national at walmart.com, a buck 98 a bowl. It, cereal sales, according to sources, had gone stagnant. And then during COVID, it was like, hey, cereal for dinner every day this week. Delicious. Now, I, I say to you with, with, with all the candor in the world that if you were to sit in front of me a, a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, I would eat said Honey Nut Cheerios and I would say thank you and then I would have a second bowl. Now, that it would ruin me. It would ruin me. I, w- I would be in great distress if I had two bowls of, of the Honey Nut Cheerios. But while I had it, Daddy would be so happy. In this conversation, guys, uh, I am daddy. Gosh, sorry about that. Some people are trying to jump in on the show with their sound effects. So indeed happy. I'm not buying this, though. But I guess I get it. Things are expensive. You're trying to make it super easy on somebody. You can have it anywhere. You just bring it to work with you. A little water, boom, you're set. Okay. $2 bowl of Frosted Flakes, though? Well, wait a second. Maybe I don't know what a bowl of Frosted Flakes costs now. Maybe they're onto something, and I'm the fool. All right, I'm going to have to try this to find out. I will try this for the Eat, Drink, Smoke radio show. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. And thank you to everybody who has said thank you. Uh, I got a write-up uh, in one of the trades about Eat, Drink, Smoke and what I'm doing with radio and how I got here. Some thoughts on radio. It's... I, I appreciate it a lot. I I, I mean, it, it's kind. I don't, I don't know if it means I'm about to get a giant pay raise or something. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know what it means. And then, of course, it always leads to, uh, can't wait to see you with your own show on Fox. I have never, ever, well, don't say ever, never getting a show on Fox. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I I have come to peace with such things. And honestly, I, I think there was a moment where that, of course, was the goal for anyone. 
in 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 my business. But my business has changed a little bit, not my my beliefs, but in how I want to present and um, the opportunities have changed a lot a bit in all the places now, including online. You know, you've heard me talk about locals, tonycats.locals.com. And that's going to replace um, Facebook. And by this time next month, there will be no posts that go to Facebook. It will only be, hey, this is happening over at Locals. That's happening over at Locals. And Locals has a free part, and then people can subscribe. And I greatly appreciate it. And we have subscribers. I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed, and we're going to be providing more live content, more streaming content, a whole bunch of other things for people who, who subscribe. Um, but I have, all right, I, all right so I, there are people who have many, many more social media followers than I do. But real numbers, I have 25,000 subscribers on Facebook. And I'm telling you that because of Facebook, I don't reach a percent of them at times. I don't. It's madness going on over there. What is the value of 25,000? It's a number. But how many of those are engaged? How many of those are really interested and are sharing and are, in, and are talking and questioning and back and forth and, and, and all these good things that make a, a community better? So wouldn't I be better off with a smaller number of more engaged people? If, if we think about it from the business perspective, wouldn't the sponsor be more interested in people who they don't have to sift through? They're all engaged and all interested in the thing. I, I believe that answer is yes. I believe it creates better opportunity. And uh, honestly, screw Mark Zuckerberg. You're going to put millions of dollars into campaigns through selection of who can and can't speak on your platform. It's in-kind donations. Kiss off. It's scumbaggery. Please, don't think yourself moral. Let's put an end to that. You're not moral. You're giving in-kind donations through the platform by preventing other people from speaking. Count me out. That doesn't mean that every now and again there won't be something that happens on Facebook that I do because I'm not a fool. Right? I do a lot of work, for example. I, I've said this before. I, I, Americans for Prosperity. I do work with and, and, and I get financially compensated by Americans for Prosperity. There are other things that they would like to do and some of those, those things involve Facebook. Of course I'm going to do them. It's still a tool that can be utilized by a lot of people. What I have decided for me and my brands is that there are better tools that I could be using and utilizing. And so that's, that, that's what I'm going to go about doing. 100%. That's what I'm going to go about doing. And we're doing the same thing for Eat, Drink, Smoke, which is how this all uh, came up. We're going to be, you know, we moved the website over to, to locals, eatdrinksmoke.locals.com. We used to have a website, post the stories and reviews and everything else. It's now all there. It's now all there. And we have uh, uh, free uh, content and we have subscriber content. It's going great. It's building. You know, it's, it, it, this is sometimes uh, some of the platforms make the decision easy for you, but there is a business decision. What, what's more important? some random large number or an engaged smaller number. And I believe it's an engaged smaller number that you can build up because the engaged people share it with other people who want to be engaged. You know, there, there was a, when I was in the, the restaurant business um, moons ago, um, it was a book called uh, Raving Fans. 
I, I believe that was the name of the book. Yeah, Raving Fans. And it was uh, about customer service and about how you, you, you bring people in and how you really, uh, truly connect. And that has always stuck with me. Uh, that that the the answer is if if I have more impact on a smaller group as opposed to uh, a smaller impact on a larger group, I, I want the first. Some people want the second because they believe in the large numbers, of course, makes them look better, this, that, and the other. Uh, I, what what are you after? If if I so so gosh man, I'm I'm pouring it all out today. Uh, I have been remiss because of some family issues in putting together a live event. Uh, I, I've said I wanted to do a live event. We, I found a theater in Shelbyville, Shelbyville, Indiana. I'm like, I'm going to do it there. Why not? I'll do it there. And people reach out to me. Hey, we've got the theater. We would love to talk to you. And I haven't been able to talk to them. And some people are like, where have you been? Why, why aren't you talking to us about this? My mother was not well for a while. And this went on for four to six months. I mean, at some moments very, very touch and go, frightening stuff. Um, and, not, and I won't get into too much of it. What I can tell you now is uh, we think we have figured out what's going on and my mother is, is my mother again. And I'm thrilled uh, of by, by this. My mother is 75. There are a lot of good years uh, uh, to, to, to go and you want them to go well. So that has taken time that I don't necessarily have. And I'm not a guy of drama. Which is, I I am a man of schedules. I'm a man of 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 um, routine. I'm, I'm a guy of go with the flow. Uh, I I do oh, I don't uh, drama does not do me well. I've had enough drama in my life. Less is better. And when I have to get out of routine because it's your mother, you're gonna you're gonna take care of mom. Uh, it drives me crazy. So there are a, 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 a few plans that I've had to put on the back burner. The book, the book. Let's go barbecue got put on the back burner. I've just now gotten back into it. We're now racing to be able to have it out in time for Thanksgiving. Racing to have it out in time. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm going to try my best. Um, but if, if we talk about, you know, doing live events, like uh, seriously, putting together a show, if I have 200 people in the audience, is that not as good as having 2,000 people in the audience? Well, you would certainly want 2,000 people in the audience. But give me an excited 200 people in the audience. I think I'm going to have a pretty good time. I think they're going to have a pretty good time. I think everyone's going to get their money's worth. This is solid. I don't need to to shoot the moon because I think that's a little little nutty uh, because sometimes you're playing in the pretend. Oh, I'd only do this. What are you talking about? Go out there and, and, and try and build and do. And so, uh, you know, give me the raving fans. Give me the people who want to be connected to it. And this isn't about uh, agreement with everything I say. This is about being into the idea that we're having the conversation to begin with. That's where I think it's freaking awesome. That's where it's fantastic. That's where... It matters, and it matters greatly. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on putting together the things still now that things are normal. And uh, TonyKatz.locals.com. Get over there and subscribe right now. This is Tony Katz today. 
for Senate is being called on to withdraw two months ahead of the general election. Why? Because Project Veritas showed her to be an outrageous bigot. You got to treat white people like us and you got to keep them under your thumbs. Otherwise, they get out of control like kids. Representative Crystal Matthews, state representatives, is black. She was on a video, Project Veritas, doing the work, engaging in the bigotry. Talking about how uh, she doesn't care if she gets dope boy money as long as people donate to the campaign. And Democrats need to run as Republicans as secret sleepers. It's the only way you're going to change the dynamics in South Carolina. She wants to face Tim Scott, the current senator from South Carolina. Wants to face him in uh, the, the, the election. Democrats have said uh, that Matthews is toxic. If any of our white counterparts had said the same thing with regards to blacks, the minority community, including myself, would be up in arms calling for that member's immediate resignation. Oh, Matthews, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. By the time I'm talking about this, she, she could have resigned. My fear is that there are many more people than we know of or who would admit it publicly who believe this exact thing. Uh, they, they, they aren't interested in a society of equality. They're interested in a society of destruction. They really are of this group this so-called anti-racist group that hates uh, people who are white and really wants to abuse them, wants to hurt them, doesn't want equality, wants domination. Because there is a group of people who are like that. Well, my gosh, there always is. We see it on the right. We see it on the left. We see it with white people. We see it with black people. We see it with Hispanic people. We see it with Asians. We, you, you will find those people. They're few and far between, thank goodness, but they do exist. Well, now uh, so aggressively running for, 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 off, for office, stating so without any, any hesitation at all. Goodness gracious. This is a problem. This is a large problem for all of us. For those of us in society who don't want the irrational bigotry. I find it interesting that some Democrats recognize that this can't work because if a Republican had said it, if someone white had said it, you would not hear any other news story. They'd be like, Queening of England who? Have you heard about this story in South Carolina? They would be up in arms about the thing. It would be the only thing being discussed. That is it. Nothing else. Nothing close to else. 
So, yeah, I, I want her to go. Because you need to punish the behavior. And I think it's important that we we note and notice the people who are like, why? What's the big deal? That's exactly how to treat white people. Take a look for that. Take a look for that. Take a listen for that.